today's special Sunday night emergency edition of the Bill Simmons podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network brought to you by ZipRecruiter. You know, it's not smart. Playing it safe, playing not to lose when Aaron Rodgers is on the other side with one leg. You know what else isn't smart? Job sites that overwhelm you with tons of the wrong resumes. Luckily, there's a smart way at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS rated number one by employers in the U.S. based on Trustpilot rating of hiring sites with at least a thousand reviews. Right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. We're also brought to you by SeatGeek, the best app for buying and selling tickets for sporting events, concerts, and more. For $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase on any game or sporting event. And there's a lot of good sports coming up this month, man. Football, basketball, MLS. God knows what else. Use promo code BS, download the SeatGeek app, or go right to SeatGeek.com. Finally, we're brought to you by NBA 2K19. They redefine what sports gaming can be. Their 20th anniversary title, NBA 2K19 on Xbox One, from best-in-class graphics and gameplay to groundbreaking game modes and an immersive open-world neighborhood. NBA 2K19 pushes the limits and brings gaming one step closer to real-life basketball and the excitement and culture around it. Special bonus guest announcer, me. Oh yeah, I'm in this. I did like three plus hours of guest announcing. I get sprinkled in. You'll be playing a game. All of a sudden there I am. Guest analysis, guest analysis, making some wisecracks, talking hoops, purchase the Xbox One NBA 2K19 bundle today. Finally, we're brought to you by TheRinger.com, the best website on the planet and the Ringer Podcast Network, the best podcast network on the planet. By the way, the rewatchables, we are dropping this overnight Monday night, heading into Tuesday morning. Sean Fantasy and I did Rounders, 20th anniversary. Oh yeah, Rounders. It's happening. This was an hour, 40 minutes long. And I'm surprised it wasn't two hours longer. Check that out. Rounders, the rewatchables. Subscribe to the rewatchables wherever you get your podcast. Coming up, the cuz. First, Pearl Jam. All right, on the line right now, the cuz. Cousin Sal, he's doing this from home. He's getting ready. We are taping this Sunday night. He's getting ready. His show launches tomorrow on FS1. Lock it in. 4.30 East Coast time, 1.30 Pacific Coast time. Talking gambling for a solid hour. I'm jealous. You have other people. <laughs> what do you mean you're jealous? Yeah, you, I don't like when you talk gambling with other people. I'd like to be the only person. <laughs> Me and the trifecta. I thought that's it. We were sharing custody. I have to tell you, you this, is, this is not uh, the perfect show for me because I'm used to being like 18 inches from you and, and talking uh, like a human being. And this show, by the third act, we're all screaming at each other trying to make a point. So right. um, this is going to be a departure from what, what everyone's used to with me, I think. Well, welcome to TV. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess that's it. So I, par- I texted you a parlay today. And yeah. I'm like, hey, Bears money line plus 260. <laughs> Putting it with the Rams minus 220 plus 424. I think the Bears have a chance. I was uh, feeling really good, Sal. 
And you know what I forgot? I forgot Aaron Rodgers, even on one leg, is still one of the scariest people in the history of sports. So there yeah. we go. I wonder if you could bury him like they do it in the sand and the beach. If you could just have his torso um, above ground, I, I think he would still do well, right? Yeah, he could he throw he, two legs. Threw for two TDs. We were driving, nephew Kyle and I watched the game together and then we drove into work to tape this and we were mm-hmm. listening to NFL radio and it would, they went back to Lambo where it was the play by play guy and Jason Taylor and right. they're, and they're recapping the game and Jason Taylor goes, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, he made me a believer today. And Kyle <laughs> and I were like, what? <laughs> were you to believe in Aaron Rodgers? It took this. <laughs> Well, that like six Hail Marys ago. Nothing. No. Yeah, no, the two Hail Marys in one season, the Super Bowl apparently wasn't enough to win over Jason Taylor. Uh, right. I don't even know where to begin. This was crazy to watch somebody on one leg. I remember remember yeah. in 08, Phil Rivers, or 07, in the playoffs, Phil Rivers played on a torn ACL. There's a there's a chance yeah, Rodgers right. has like a torn ACL and he's just like, screw it, I'm going to put, put a brace on it. I'm playing anyway. Michelle Tafoya was badgering him after the game, but not really. Asked him one knee question and Roger's like, Hey, you know, the knee. And I just came back out and I was like, well, what's wrong with your knee? I don't, what do you think is wrong with his knee sprain? I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if by the time this posted or tomorrow morning or, or Monday morning, like we found out he was out for the year. Like you, you could be right. He could be playing on ACL injury and just got them the one win. And it's like, I'm sorry. There's no, there's nothing more. I, this, can I do. just wanted to win this one game. He said at the end of the interview, he's like, I'm playing next week. So yeah. You know, maybe he's 35 years old and was just like, screw it. So Rodgers is the story. He made some great throws. It was a heroic performance, but the real hidden story was the Bears just blowing this and doing the classic playing yeah. not to lose, um, safe calls at the worst possible times. They had a third and one under three minutes uh, left on the 14-yard line to basically end the game. Jordan Howard has a ton of momentum. He's been gashing the Packers the whole drive. Packers defense looks gassed. And instead they call a pass play with Trubisky. They don't get it. That leads to the uh, the game-winning drive. Then the ball is in Trubisky's hands in Lambeau on Sunday night. And he had mm. a look and demeanor and an accuracy about him that said, I can't believe I'm playing on the other end of this game with Aaron Rodgers on NBC with Al Michaels calling this game. Right. And he just fell apart. And that was it. Can the Bears come back from this? (laughs) I don't know. Like you said, there were like five times each team could have lost or won this game. You know, that third and one play, that's either got to be Howard or, or Trubisky takes it himself or something. You don't want him dropping back to pass there. And kudos to the defensive end for covering, uh, I I guess it was Cohen and Platt or something. That was a great play. But let's not forget, like Rodgers. Fuller had an interception. He that 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 could have ended the game. Yes, uh, for Rodgers, um, there was so much that went on. But you knew, you just knew that if the Bears didn't go up by more than six, Rodgers were going to come back. Then you thought maybe they left too much time on the clock for uh, Trubisky, um, but that didn't uh, end up being the no, case. <laughs> it turned out to be the right amount of time for Mr. Trubisky. <laughs> and then Al Michaels, as usual. He's just, when Al Michaels is in the building, you know, something uh, crazy and memorable might actually happen. And he's not even phased anymore. It's just bouncing off him. Collinsworth was more amazed than Al Michaels was, it seemed like. Oh, Oh, I I, I, I just can't. He he compared Rodgers, he compared Trubisky to Rodgers seven different times during this game and probably needed, he needed some settled down juice, I think. Trubisky is not Aaron Rodgers. I feel bad because Khalil Mack was, 
clearly the star of the game for um, two and a half hours or two hours and 20, two hours and 10 minutes. There was going to be no other discussion, but Khalil Mack. And then Aaron Rodgers took over. Like, I, I don't know if we want to get into Gruden yet or what, but our friend Brad pointed out that he might be the first man to sign a 10 year contract and get fired before the first game. Like, <laughs> is that Khalil possible? Mack thing is, it's in, oh, unbelievable what, what a player he is and what a disruptor he is. And he's yeah. like the first player to have an interception, a sack, a fumble return, uh, uh, intercepted for a touchdown since since he did it like four years ago. Amazing. Yeah, it, it didn't even seem like he was on the field that much in the second half, which might have been part yeah. of the problem. My wife, who mm-hmm. knows nothing, was watching the game with Kyle and I when Cleo Mack had that run when he was just wreaking havoc. Yeah. And we were talking about how they traded him. And, and again, she knows nothing. She's like, they traded him? Why? And I was like, I was like, this is that's a, a take. Basically, you're now a professional sports expert because that was all of our reactions. Yeah. I well, I hate to tell you that you could have hedged, but and you know there was no way I would have let you do this. But no, you know what you know what the Packers were when Rogers went out. What the odds were? Wasn't it? But the Bears were minus eight hundred, right? No, no, no. That was that was. I think they had scored again, but when he first went out, yeah, it was fourteen to one. Well, I was, I really wanted to tweet uh, a Kaiser so-so joke. Cause that's one of my favorite <laughs> style jokes ever. When you, when you dubbed Deshaun Kaiser, Kaiser so-so yeah. and he came in and my wife who's still watching the game with us is like, well, he looks like he'll be good. And we're like, no, 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 he's not good. And then he just started sailing balls everywhere. And wait, but Bill, why did he just hand the ball to Khalil Mack? He just handed it to him. <laughs> he that just gave nice, it to him. Huh? That was weird. Um, <laughs> I was getting flashbacks because um, literally 10 years ago this weekend was when Tom Brady and my Patriots season went down in eight minutes against the Chiefs, 08. Oh, wow. And yeah. Rodgers going down, same thing. Look, there, there's cruel things that can happen to sports fans. We've had a ton of terrible things happen to our teams over the years. Mm-hmm. Ranking way, 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 way up there is losing your franchise quarterback in the first half of the first game. Sure. Yeah. You're just, you're ready. You're ready. Football. Here we come. Here we go. This is going to be great. I can't wait. Hey, there's Aaron Rodgers. And then he's in a cart. And, mm-hmm. and it just, when I saw him on the cart, I just assumed it was either I best case scenario, a torn MCL, which is maybe what mm-hmm. he has. But, uh, then he comes back. I tweeted the the joke about Pierce in the wheelchair. Cause it was right. Similar to that. And the pair stakes arguably were even higher because that was the finals. But And they um, were talking Willis Reed, Collinsworth, and Michaels. Yeah, so there, it was all pulled out there. It was uh, pretty great. Unbelievable. It they was, have to get better defensively, though, the Packers. I'm not sure they're ready to uh, compete with, the, you know, like we say, the NFC, we think the sixth seed will have to win 10, maybe 11 games. And I, I don't know if that defense, especially up the middle, is ready. And then dumb plays like uh, – like, uh, 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 52. Yeah. I mean, coming up the middle, the, the late hit on the quarterback was really bad. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, uh, I didn't feel like the bears ran the ball enough, which is weird. Cause they ran it 27 times, 27 mm-hmm. times for 139 yards. Um, I, w- I, that felt like, especially when they had the lead, that should have been 40 plus, but then they got too conservative and it, it was like they were running when I didn't want them to run. They weren't doing play action when I wanted them to do it. And um, as Kevin Clark texted me after the game, the ringer's Kevin Clark, Matt Nagy proving to be a true Andy Reid disciple in that game. <laughs> I mean, that's, good that's a great joke. Kudos to Kevin Clark. Uh, 
Nice, Kevin Clark. Yeah, yeah I was, I, and I was texting you at the beginning of that game. I was like, I love this Matt Nagy. I love him. He's going to be coach of the year. This is great. I love what he's doing. He's got the visor. He's bald. He's pulling it all uh, out all the stops. And then by the end, I was like, what are his first coach to be fired on? Let me look this up. I don't know. <laughs> They're lower than uh, Anthony Lynn's. The, yeah. He, I, I felt like watching it, it reminded me of the Jags in January in New England, where they came out with all these awesome plays and just seemed like they had it. They really had their rhythm and every look was different and it was meticulously planned out. And then the Jags kind of ran out of plays and then it just came mm-hmm. down to, oh shit. Uh oh, how do we protect the lead? Uh, well, we don't want Bortles to do too much. Ah, all right, run, run, pass, punt, right. run, run, pass, punt. And it felt like the same thing happened to the Bears today. They, you were texting me in the first half, like how the the plays the Bears were doing it was incredible, and then they just yeah. ran out. What happened to Trey Burton? Someone bid like fifteen dollars on him for in our league. What, what happened and, uh, to guys like that? And then all of a sudden, these guys disappeared from the offense. And uh, yeah, you're right. There was no game plan. Going forward. Well, I don't know what to make of the, I, I, I can't say the Packers knocked my socks off and I really yeah. do feel like the bears left one on the table. We might, we might remember this if the bears end up being good. And I think there's a chance they might be. If Trubisky can just give them like a B minus, he, he right. was weirdly more dangerous when he was rolling around and doing stuff versus just dropping back and being a passer. Mm-hmm. But maybe this will be a game that sets them up like, all right, we know we belong now. Here we go. And they can look back and it'll be the learning experience game or they're going to go four and 12. What would you pick out of those two options? I think they're going to go eight and seven, you know, nine and six or something. And then we're going to go into the last week and we're like, Oh my God, they could have that Packers game. They would have been in the thick of right. the playoff. Run oh, they here, blew but that I don't think it, yeah. So they you got know, another night game this week against Seattle uh, uh, coming up week two. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see them again. The best thing I can say about Aaron Rodgers, other than all the great things Jason Taylor said earlier about finally <laughs> being a believer. First of all, just seeing him on one leg, I still felt like they had a chance and he he was potentially going to make it happen, right? Mm-hmm. There's very few guys that you just think, all right, he, I, I know he's got one leg. I, I'm, I just can't count him out. I didn't, even if they blitz the hell out of him, I still feel like he might make something happen. The second thing was, when the Bears kicked the field, when it looked like the Bears were going to kick a field goal, probably to go up 23-17 with like two minutes left, I specifically remember thinking to myself, this is setting up the Rodgers Hail Mary. And not even like be in a joking way. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, fuck, he's going to win this game out of Hail Mary. Like, it really felt conceivable. Yeah. And credit to that dude, man. He's one of the best. That, I do, I do want to remind I, I, everyone, I think- uh, Tom Brady has five rings. Oh, wow. Yeah, just settle down with the goat stuff. How about this? Win <laughs> win 40% as many rings as Tom Brady, and then we can have the goat conversation. Just Can you win 40% as many? Bear- <laughs> All right. I want to have that conversation. But for the Bears, I think they were beat as soon as he came back on the field, though. Like, Ooh. All right. That, that pass to Geronimo Allison was great. There's yeah. no way Kaiser Soso is going to do that. But the, what happened on that Cobb play? What happened? Oh, my what? God. Well, how did he get like an 80 yard touchdown out of that? Where's the free safety or anyone there? Yeah. And somehow Khalil Mack almost chased him down. Khalil Mack was, was uh, rushing Aaron Rodgers on the play and somehow uh, rallied back. So um, the losers from that game, I I think that me, me, I lost money. I literally lost Uh, (laughs) Trubisky, the, the, oh man, all I has to do is manage the game and the bears can go 11 and five, 10 and six, which, 
I was in that camp. I felt like they had enough overall talent that he just had to be decent. That mm-hmm. that took a hit. And then the big loser of the day, the Buccaneers, they they pull off this crazy win in New Orleans. They blow up everybody's eliminator pool. They blow up every three team parlay, tease, mm-hmm. money line parlay, anything anyone had, they basically destroyed probably an hour and a half into the season. And it kind of should have been there Monday morning. Everybody and now they're just gone. It's like it never happened. Yeah, well, they should they should have played that game Sunday night. Uh, that's their fault. But yeah, it's their yeah fault. that was bizarro. And I think I texted you. I was like, everybody's on the Saints. Everybody's on the you know the Vikings, Patriots ended up being easy. If you could just would have stayed with those on a teaser or whatever, they covered. They barely covered. But yeah, everybody went down on the ship with the Saints. I don't understand. Well, I guess you, I guess you're allowed to have one bad game defensively, but those guys are all all pros. They're all they had the best draft ever defensively. Uh, the Saints did, and uh, those guys they didn't show up at all. I mean, what, did he have 500 yards, four touchdowns? Or was was I off on that? I think well, he had 500 yards. The crazy thing was when they let him scramble for the game deciding first down. It was like third and 12. Obviously he's going to take off if there's any daylight. Somehow it was like wide open for him. Their defense right. was awful. They had some bad luck. I'm, I'm not going to overreact from a Saints perspective. It just was kind of, we see this six, seven times a year. It was just one of those games. You could feel it early. Dumb plays, mm-hmm. dumb touchdowns, dumb turnovers. And it just kind of got away from them. I also feel like these, uh, the division, you know, these big favorites playing the division team that they play twice a year does seem like that has more chance for kind of weirdness versus like a Baltimore Buffalo situation. Um, Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously if it's Jameis in there, it's, it's a different story. They don't get the double digit, um, the uh, nod, but I don't know. I just, uh, this is, this is breeze garbage time. (laughs) This is when he's at his best. He brought them back, but it wasn't enough. And if the Panthers had somehow lost the Cowboys, Tampa Bay would have been in first place alone. In that division. Yeah. Strange Ma- going on. Michael Thomas had some, he had, he finished with good stats, but had a couple killer drops. Not as mm-hmm. many drops as all of the Chargers receivers in that, uh, in that oh, Chiefs man. game. But I'm not, yeah, I'm not willing to, to get carried away from a, a Saints perspective. But from a Bucks perspective, I think we went into week one thinking, you know, we did a couple podcasts together and we were thinking, the mortal lock bad teams in the NFC were going to be Arizona and Tampa. Arizona's awful. I think they, what do they have? Like seven yep. first downs in that game. So we're right about them. Yep. We were right about Buffalo. Are um, we ready to cross those two off? Cause I was going to ask you Arizona, Buffalo. Is it too early? I'm not ready. To, shot? Yeah. I'm not ready to cross Arizona off yet. Cause we haven't seen the Rams play. And for all we know, oh there's not God. a single good team in that division. If who knows, mm-hmm. uh, I am actually ready to cross Buffalo off after week one. <laughs> I think, I think that is our first, if we cross off one a week for, uh, for the next 17 weeks or next 16 weeks, we will be at 16 yeah. playoff teams. Okay. That's fine. We'll cross. I, I think we crossed them off three times last year, but I'm, I'm willing to, uh, take the plunge this early with them. They were, they were, they showed me, showed me absolutely nothing. It's a rare combination of, of really porous skill position guys. And then, uh, and then a, a dreadful quarterback situation, the coach, you can tell from the coach that it's not going to get better. Sometimes you watch these guys. Sometimes you have the like Hugh Jackson types who, even though it's going terribly, seem like they're still confident irrationally that it might turn around. Sean McDermott looked like it, it just was going to be a long season. It was pretty rough. Every time they cut to him, 
It looked like he should be sneaking drinks from a flask or something. <laughs> I mean, they had third and 24s. The guy would run 26 yards, turn around. He'd be wide open. Like, there would be nobody. The, the passing lanes were incredible. And if they, if the Bills don't have those, like, ball-hawking safeties like they did last year and the year before, it, it's going to be a long, long year. Either way, it's going to be a long year. Not a lot of offense out of this team either. We talked uh, about the AFC South, about you had that bet about could – it, what yeah. was it? Eight and a half wins for a division champ. The over. If every was, division champ goes over eight and a half wins, I win. Yeah. So we were thinking, all right, who could screw up that bet? If we do that bet, who could be an eight and eight champ or an eight, seven and one champ, whatever. And we uh-huh. joked about the ties and the two divisions we targeted were the AFC South. And, uh, and I think the AFC North we mentioned too. And then they ended up having a tie in there, but yeah. And we did, but I'll say this uh, early, even before that, when the Eagles were struggling to break double digits heading into the fourth quarter against the Falcons, I'm like, oh my God, it's going to be my division. Right. It's going to be the Eagles will be eight and eight and that'll be enough to win. Yeah. They didn't didn't impress me either. The Redskins looked okay. I think the Alex Smith thing is a real thing, but yeah, I bring it up because it really does seem like the AFC South is going to be bad because Houston- Houston did not look good. They cannot block. They had a couple injuries during the game. Watson uh-huh. didn't just didn't look comfortable. I, I I was not scared of him the entire game. I didn't think their defense was that good. I think their coach is on the lower end of the spectrum, and he really botched that game, and I've, we've seen him do that before. The Colts defensively just don't have it. Luck was – it was nice to see Luck come back, but yeah. uh, but wasn't impressed by them. And then – you know, the surprise one for me was Tennessee, who I thought had a chance to steal that division. Mariota gets hurt. I don't know when he's coming back, but then Delaney Walker clearly got hurt, hurt. Like he's, I think and, he's done for the year. And Taylor Lewin, their tackle is, has a concussion. Like, they, yeah, they're, they're, that's trouble. There's not even a line on that game. We don't even know what's going to be. But yeah, you're cold. I've been screaming about the Colts secondary all summer. And Houston, you know, Brady was, he got off those flat start. He was throwing his, his receiver's feet and everything. Like, yeah. what, these guys were open. He wasn't even hitting them. You know, let's not forget, this is the full Texans team. They, they go down like flies. They'll get injured every two weeks. There'll be someone big on defense that get hurt, gets hurt. So the fact that they couldn't capitalize even the beginning of that game says a lot about the Texans and where they might be going. I wasn't worried about Brady. I was more worried about the separation from the Pats receivers. Gronk was really the only one who was getting open at all downfield. And they Some had of those to plays, u- he wasn't even open when he caught right. made those catches. It was amazing. Yeah. They had to use, you know, we always talk on here about how they save Gronk for the playoffs. Basically they don't run the pass patterns that will get him hurt. And they had to use two of them during this game to kind of pull it out. Mm-hmm. But Chris Hogan got shut down. The big, the big shocker was how good uh, Philip Dorsett looked. Cause uh, yeah, he is not somebody we're counting on, but it actually looked like with a full training camp and the whole thing that he could at least do a relatively half decent impersonation of like a faster Dion branch type thing. It, it was, it was a Pats game where you knew in the second quarter they had it. And we've watched that game a million times. I Miami, I'm not sure what to make of them because that Tennessee game was so weird. The weather delay was like four hours yeah. and, and they had a couple long plays. They had a kick return and, I don't know what to make of that from there. end, but uh, hold on, let's take a break. You know, the saying time is money. It's true, especially when you run your own business, but running a successful business involves taxes, contracts, and a whole lot of fine print things that eat up too much of your time. Well, it's time to turn to LegalZoom over the last 17 years. More than a million Americans have used LegalZoom to help launch their businesses. 
but that's only the beginning. LegalZoom also has a network of independent attorneys and tax professionals who can provide you with the advice you need to get through the daily grind of running your business. The best part, you don't have to worry about driving to anyone's office or being billed by the hour. LegalZoom is not a law firm. Count on them to provide the business resources you need, service that fits into your schedule, invest your time and money into growing your business. Let LegalZoom help with the legal stuff. Go to LegalZoom.com right now. Use code BS at checkout for special savings. That is promo code BS at LegalZoom.com. LegalZoom, where life meets legal. All right. So before we get, we, we're going to do guest alliance, but a couple more things on week one. First of all, it was great to have football back. I didn't move for six hours. It was really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chiefs. We backed the Chiefs. Yeah. We were fired up for the Chiefs. We bet on them to win the division. You picked them as the one seed. In the AFC, mm-hmm. I picked them as one of my Super Bowl teams along with the Los Angeles Rams. Mahomes comes out. I hate to use the word electric, but it was kind of electric. Mahomes was like genuinely exciting through some, I don't know, maybe had five or six throws that were just like kind of wow throws. I, I was really, really impressed. And combined with Tyreek Hill and, you know, some of the weapons they have, that really jumped out to me. Did you watch that game? Yeah, I did. And he is a freak. He's an absolute freak because like before the half, he's trying to throw like downfield to get, you know, get in position for a field goal, but he's not even, he's given about a 30% effort and they're going like 35, 40 yards. Yeah. Then he like launches into one that he can throw a great deep ball and he has the best player in the league for that. Tyreek Hill has 13 touchdowns of 50 or more yards in 32 games. <laughs> right. That's, that's astounding. Like I know obviously a lot of those are returns and everything, but imagine this guy, this uh, Ivan Drago having this weapon. It, 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 it might be too much, too much for the AFC. I got to say, he reminded me of Favre. I, I don't yeah. think their playing styles are exactly the same, but his ability to just uncork these lasers just from all over the place and mm-hmm. Man, it, he has to have the best arm in the league. I can't imagine Absolutely. anybody who can compete with that. There's some good arms, like Stafford always gets credit for having a good arm and a couple others, but there's nothing like that guy. That game was really exciting. And and in reality, we were cheated because the Chargers should have had about 20 more points. Their receivers dropped yeah. multiple touchdowns and big plays. And I, I think the takeaway for me with the Chiefs just being worried about them and and our financial interest in them and also what their ceiling is that the, the shoddy defense that they allegedly had, that reputation did not go away in that game. They made a couple of plays, right. but for the most part, it seems like a team that is going to be in a lot of 37 to 30 type of games. It's like an old school AFC West team. I, I, I thought that game was genuinely exciting. And, and from the Chargers side, same stuff we've seen all last year, just a ton of talent, mistakes, special teams, mistakes, coaching mistakes. They went for two in the first half. Um, you know, like, right. like there was like four minutes left in the game, uh, stupid defensive plays, all kinds of stuff. It was typical. It was a typical Chargers wow. game and re- reminiscent of the Falcons on Thursday night where it was like, wow, you're just not different at all than you were nine months ago. Nothing's going to change. Uh, not at all. And the chin that, Chargers, like, yeah, down to the bad field goal kicking. Like, and this guy Sturgis is okay. Like, I don't know why, you know, he kicks that field goal. 
the Chargers could get the ball back down seven with uh, with 50 seconds left, but he missed it and it was over. But if you're the Chiefs, really all you have to do is yeah, you have to you have to outsling the other team to a point where Andy Reid can't screw you with under two minutes left, and that's yeah. kind of almost what happened. And no, let's not forget Mahomes hit. Kelsey, I think he had one reception for six yards. Like he's not even working that monster into the mix. Yeah. Maybe his, his his routes aren't deep enough for Mahomes. He's like, I can't even see you because I'm looking forty <laughs> yards downfield. I'm sorry, but yeah, they're gonna be fun to watch. Kelsey's like, can you take some off the throws, man? You're hurt. You're hurting my, uh, <laughs> exactly. my hands. Yeah, I think the Chiefs. If you, if you're just looking at who looked the best today out of all the AFC teams, you would say the Chiefs. I, I think the Pats looked like the Pats. They're Mm-hmm. Their defense is definitely better. There's no question. I I actually uh, I have them in fantasy in our fantasy league that we should talk about in a little bit. But right. um, I think they're going to be reliable at home. I think they're going to, you know, that the front seven's much better. Secondary is pretty good, and uh, it looks like it's much improved there. No more Matt Patricia, which is a bonus. But yeah, if you go through all the AFC's teams. Those are the only two that really have looked well, good. Well, the Ravens. So far. I, yeah, I mean, you can't count. I, I'm not counting the them. I can't count that. Yeah, but there I were just no can't. flaws there. I just can't. Yeah. If anything, if you're a Ravens fan, Mallory Rubin was in our Slack losing her mind because, <laughs> you know, they have this huge win, but it also kind of makes people believe in Flacco again. Right. And that's not the direction maybe you want them to go if you're fired up for Lamar Jackson. So now that kind of emboldens the profile. Yeah, it's not people. fair to Lamar Jackson that the they had to open up against the Bills, right? Right. Flacco gets to shine. Yeah, I mean, if Lamar Jackson had been in that game, they win 40 to three or whatever, and everybody's like, Lamar Jackson, here he is. Let's mm-hmm. go. Uh, they, one of the best and easiest eliminator picks of my life. Yeah, I, I went, had them too. I went with them and uh, and I really enjoyed it. And I You were it. smart. And by the way, uh, kudos to you. I don't think you called the upset, but when you urged people to stay away for the, from the Saints, he's like, I... I could see Fitzpatrick having one of those sneaky veteran games, all that. And I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. Saints, whoever you go with Ravens, you'll win. But yeah, good job. Good job by you. I hope people uh, listen. Good job by you, except I bet on the, I ended up betting on the Saints money line today. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's <laughs> you, you let right. me do that. <laughs> Bad job by both of us. Yeah, yeah I, I put the Saints money line with, uh, with the Rams. Uh-huh. And I had the Bengals by themselves. And then I had the Chiefs with the Rams money line. And then I had yeah. the Bears money line with the Rams money line. So basically the Raiders are going to win tomorrow because I've put yeah. the kibosh on them. Let's, uh, I somehow went 3-0. and I had Cincinnati, I had Washington, and I had uh, your Patriots. And uh, not a lot of money to show for it. So we're, we're back on track. Well, we're not in the Super Contest this year. Oh, are yeah. You, are you? Well, you're I, not I'm in, in it. it. Oh, you're yeah, in Yeah, I'm in it. I'm out. Yeah. I'm retired. That was it, huh? Yeah, I'm retired. They had... When I entered that contest in 2010, they had like 370 entries and now they have 3,000, but they, they mm-hmm. couldn't work out any way for me to be in it this year unless I flew there. So I'm what out. have you tried? Yeah, they won't do it. It is crazy. It's, it, crazy. it's fine. Look, I get the rules, but um, I don't know. I expected a little more. I expected a little more from their side to try to help me out to get in. So well, I, also it's 2018. Like, why do we have to deal with this stuff? Yeah, just, I'm out. Just, we know who you are. People are making, uh, you, you could, you could trade on the internet, uh, $50,000 worth of stocks in three seconds, but they don't trust you to put your own picks in or online. Stupid. It's fine. I'm going to start my own contest next year and they'll regret it. So let's talk about the fantasy draft. Oh yeah. I thought I was getting voted out on Monday night. You, yeah. you thought I was getting voted out. I could tell from your demeanor. 
You could tell. Well, I, as far as I knew, you were getting voted out, but I didn't want to tell you that because then you don't show up. But um, I wouldn't have. Yeah, you wouldn't have, right? Yeah, I, I think he. I think he pushed out the Hammershack. He was talking a big game all summer. But to be fair, you were talking a big game about quitting all summer. So yeah, I, I thought you guys were going to meet head on. But then what did he do? He went with whoever was the last one to walk in the room was who he was voting out. Well, he also did a very smart thing. Everybody had to sign a document that they wouldn't vote him out for the next five years. Yeah, it was on legal, uh, legal stationery. Garagos yeah. is the lawyer, but I, I don't like that. I signed that, but you know, if everybody does that, then our fun wrinkle of voting everybody out is, is, is gone. Right. Well, you know what? I like playing football with, uh, I like playing fantasy with my friends. So I would never have voted Damashek out. No, there you go. That's nice. But, uh, nice. he did, the people got voted out were Elliot and his friend mm-hmm. who showed up wearing house of carbs t-shirts. So I felt bad. <laughs> I did feel bad. They were wearing rigor merch as they walked Sadly out of there, but we had a track. They had to walk around Hollywood Boulevard with their head in the, in the clouds <laughs> with those shirts on. I love it. <laughs> uh, I haven't had Tom Brady in our draft. I don't think since 07 when I won the draft uh-huh. with one of the greatest fantasy teams ever assembled. And ever since that year, Craig Powell, also a Pats fan, has just locked down Brady every year to the point that it was kind of psychotic where uh-huh. you just be like 29 and Powell would be like 30. Just... He's going to pay any price to have Brady. And he had him for 10 years this year in our draft. It gets to eight bucks and nobody goes to nine. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, all right, nine. I'm not letting Brady go for eight. And then I got Brady for nine. So I have Tom Brady on my fantasy team. Yeah. And he's on my real but, team. And it was, I got to say, it was really enjoyable. I understand what Powell was doing all these years. Well, good for you. But remember you and Hange crying up until then about how the Patriots receivers suck. And you know, Let's just remember, it doesn't really matter, right? It doesn't matter who he has out there. You could have Logan Paul out there and uh, throwing passes to him or whatever YouTube influencer well, out be, there. And then could be Des Bryant. Back. Des, Bryant was, could be was, Des Bryant was tweeting, tried basically pleading with the Pats to sign him. And it was like, yeah, I don't think we need another receiver who can't get separation from the line. I'm sorry, Des. Right. But um, but yeah, so the fantasy draft, the, the star was John Hamm, who... Uh was just insulting everybody and um, and then including his own team because he picked the worst team, not only of the week, but of the entire season. And I don't think his team cracked 50 points yet, but he was in rare oh, you, form. And then you played against him, right? This week? No, I unfortunately didn't. I still, I beat somebody, but. Um, oh, I thought you did. Yeah. Yo, no, yeah, I did. I beat him. No, I beat him this week. Yeah, he, you beat him. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have some of that ham. He was. He was great because he was, he was throwing darts at everybody and also somehow thought he knew exactly how much uh, everybody had to bid. So there were a couple illegal bids by people. Like if you had $18 left and you bid 19 or whatever, if you had 19 and you had like six slots left, the most you could bet is bid is 14. Right. And then someone would bid 15 or 14. He would go nuts and and he caught two people on that. But then the next 10 people he accused (laughs) actually did have enough money. There was was a lot of accusing. And then the other thing he was doing was, he he was doing the one, two, and then right as August was saying sold, he was just saying yeah. the price and there was confusion. Uh, he made right. it all up to us though, when he did an actual fake Mercedes ad. He did. He did, he did the lease deal. Somebody, <laughs> the voice and everything. Somebody, that was nice. somebody tried to insult him back, like saying like, go hawk another Mercedes or something like that. And he immediately <laughs> right. lapsed into a 30 second Mercedes commercial. So that was a highlight. The other highlight was uh, our friend Brad, who has been on your uh, on your podcast? 
with yeah. me, still the highest rated against all odds ever. Brad's life story. Absolutely. Brad, you were telling me Brad is in especially rare form lately, and I didn't really believe it. And we were in a room, we were in the Jimmy Kimmel Live green room doing the draft because uh, our happy endings bar fell through. And yeah. um, and Brad, for some reason, didn't like Mike August um, was doing the the auctioneer stuff and went in the other room and closed the door. So he w- wasn't part of the draft and couldn't hear anything and was just opening the door and yelling out <laughs> auction bids, but I missed 80 picks and was pacing <laughs> around and yelling at people and insulting people. And uh, it was really special. I felt like watching it. I felt a lot like I did with Aaron Rodgers tonight, where I was like, I'm going to remember this. This is the night I'm going to remember the rest of my life. That's how I felt with Brad. I know you felt the same. You did a nice job uh, illustrating it, though. Yeah, I think you had an Instagram story. You showed him spinning around and going from room to room. But yeah. the special thing about this year is Mike August, who's a friend of ours, but really, really corny as all hell, uh, had a microphone. So yeah. he's extra loud. And he's like, all right, Le'Veon Bell, $45. Le'Veon Bell Peppers. Bell Peppers here. Le'Veon yeah. Bell Telephone. Like, And Brad's like, oh, I can't take it. I'm out of here. He hasn't said anything funny or clever in 20 years. And then you wouldn't see Brad for like 15 minutes, uh, over which we we probably did 10 names that he might have wanted to bid on. And then he'd come back and he'd make a bid. And and I think he missed like 140 out of 180 names called. Yeah, but then at one point he wandered in when he was up and he's like, James Conner, $1. And we all laughed. And that turned out to be probably the best pick of the draft. Well, it sure was. He played against me today and James Conner at... 30 points. Maybe we should talk about the, the overreactions of the week. One of his is that the Steelers could do just as well with James Conner as they could Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, that's definitely not true. What, yeah. One other thing about Brad, you know when uh, Chris Berman did the home run derby and Twitter just went crazy? They just yeah. lost their minds how annoying he was. Mm-hmm. August was like Chris Berman in the home run derby and Brad was all <laughs> of Twitter just reacting to him. Uh, yeah, we didn't talk about Brown Steelers. We haven't talked about it yet. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, What's to talk about? <laughs> I, I mean, it was, it would have been the game of the day if, if Aaron Rodgers hadn't done this crazy comeback on one leg, they turned the ball over six times. They missed Steelers a field did, yeah. goal to win mm-hmm. an OT mm-hmm. and somehow didn't lose on the road. Hugh Jackson gets six turnovers at home and was down 21, seven at one point. Yep. And as they're driving, and it seems like they're driving for the winning touchdown or field goal or whatever at the end of regulation, Hugh Jackson calls for maybe, or maybe it was Todd Haley, the coaching staff, calls for like the home run. We're going to get Josh Gordon deep. He's going to run oh, yeah. it in. We're going to get the touchdown, which is great, except Tyrod Taylor is their quarterback and he underthrew it by 15 yards and it got intercepted. Mm-hmm. It was a coaching apocalypse. It was awful. Pittsburgh was awful. Everybody was disgraced. The fans were getting rained on for four hours. They're celebrating yeah. like something good's going to happen. It ends up being a tie. I Should they have... How many people made the poor half a Gatorade bottle on Hugh Jackson joke or half a Gatorade Well, bucket? a lot. Yeah, including me. You stole my tweet. In fact, I had it as a poll and then you stole it. But oh, I didn't even know. What was your poll? Well, you know, it's just a bad look for the ringer if you're stealing your other employees. Fuck jokes, but whatever. I would never steal from you, Sal. (laughs) No, but how do you feel that you're supposed to, I guess they should feel good about it. The Browns, right? Anytime it's not a loss brother, Bry from my podcast against all odds says nothing would be better if they went zero, zero and 16, 
this oh, year. Oh, that's it, like, it's still in play. Yeah, they could do it. Well, <laughs> they then could we be the team to do it. We have our wins pool, and this has been a fight in the wins pool, which yeah. is no longer a fight because it's just the rule. It's a wins pool. You have to mm-hmm. win to get a win. But we started the right, ringer. Right, a lot of people tweet me about that. How do you yeah. handle ties? Yeah, you, you need, it's a wins pool. You need to win to advance. It's right? a win. If the Steelers have eight wins this year, they have eight wins. It's not like eight right. and a half. But the ringer the had best. never done a wins pool. So yeah. on our Slack, they were like, what do you mean? That should be a half a win. So I had to have the same kind of battle that we had for all those Who years. Who had the Steelers at the ringer? Who do you I, remember? I can't remember, but they were upset about it. But you know uh, what? Uh, oh, I think it was, it was probably Roger Sherman. But uh, oh, okay. you know why they call it a wins pool? Because we count up the wins at the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, that's a, right. A tie is not a win, unfortunately. So everybody Yeah, loses. do a ties pool on the side if that's how you want to do yeah, it. Yeah, ties pool, uh, Rogers winning. The, the best part, the best stat I saw all day on NFL Network, and someone sent this to me, said Browns, 0-0-1, zero, zero, best start since 2004. <laughs> no. Yes. That's unbelievable. How could that be? Best start since 2004? <laughs> They've lost 14 home openers or 13 home openers or 13 openers. It's crazy. I was watching so the beginning good. of that game and they ran a stat that the Steelers were 29 and four against the Browns. Or it was like 29 and four in their last 33 or something. Yeah. Uh, they did uh, like for them to tie the Browns is one of the worst losses in franchise history. But uh, man, I think everybody was disgraced on both sides. Pittsburgh, they did this last year. We wrote them off after four games and then, they at least rallied back enough that we thought they were a threat. So I don't want to write them off, but that was no. not a good start. And Roethlisberger looked particularly uh, shaky. And at some point, it's just not going to come back in October. He's going to have a year where it just, that's it. But I, yeah. I did enjoy how much the O-line was celebrating the uh, James Conner touchdown. So there was some real fucking oh, yeah. in that. They were really that going nuts. Um, I, Baker Mayfield... If he's not the starter within four weeks, I think we should be concerned. I think people forgot how mediocre Tyrod Taylor was, especially after hard knocks. Mm-hmm. There's a reason he's 30 years old and is kind of bouncing around and super available. But uh, what'd you think of the uh, the Seattle Denver, the the Case Keenum and the, the whole Denver thing? Because they, they, I thought they showed flashes. Yeah, I like I like Denver. I like them going into the game. I guess they just pushed. If you bet it, right? They did. They minus a full minus three. But um, they split carries. Freeman, Royce Freeman, I have him in the league, and this guy, Lindsey, were both 15 for 71. So they have a nice, it seems, running back by committee. Um, yeah, I don't mind them. And their defense is always going to be tough. So they'll, they'll be in the mix, I think. It felt like that game would have been a blowout if it wasn't for the Seahawks punter, just who is clearly going to yeah. be an MVP candidate this season. I'm not even joking. I, that, mm-hmm. He dominated that game. It was over and over again. He was just pinning them inside the 20 or the 15 and uh, and was kind of keeping the Seahawks in it. I don't know really what kind of team the Seahawks have. Doug Baldwin's hurt already, and uh, that wasn't a great loss for them. That's a game if they're going to go 9-7, and 10-6, and six, you probably got to win that game. Which Brand, brings- Brandon Marshall stepping up is, is good for them, I would say, in Doug Baldwin's place. But, yeah, the new legion of boom is the boom off that guy's foot, <laughs> the punter, right. because that's what you look forward to now watching. What did you think of Jimmy Gorgeous today? Uh, it was about what I thought would happen. Mm. I, and I, He's going to throw that pick that's going to hurt them. And he, he's still a little green in that area. But that was, that was his first loss, right, as a starter? Yeah, I think it was. They, not having Goodwin basically the whole game was kind of a murder for yeah. him. They, they're skill position guys. I will say, George Kittle, 
You like him. I'm sure he's taken in all your fantasy leagues, but they went to him a lot. Mm-hmm. He really seemed like he was uh, the dominant receiver on that team. And there was a couple of plays when he was open and Jimmy missed him. I think Kittle dropped one, but he was kind of all over the place in that game. So, Well, the, the, speaking of fantasy, the, the big fantasy pickup is going to be W. Disley, the tight end for Seattle. We breezed oh, by yeah. Seattle. Went for five for 105 and a touchdown this week. And then uh, last thing before we get to the lines, I, the Bengals mm-hmm. did what they had to do in that game. They fell behind. They were down, yeah. I think, 10. And luck yep. looked pretty good. And it had all the makings of like, oh, man, why didn't we see this? This is why the line was so suspicious. It had. I was I was F cursing Andy Dalton early. I yeah. was really mad because I, I had them all over the place. But, you know, A.J. Green is somehow one of the most underrated receivers. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, he was one of the fantasy guys. I was like, I don't care what they, he goes for. I'm not, I'm not taking A.J. Green. And he just steps up. He makes big plays. And that Ross, uh, you know, he was like the fastest guy in the league last year at the Combines. Like, they could, they could have a nice thing going if Dalton can get in sync with these guys. Joe Mixon looked really good in that game, too. Yeah. It was a great day for NFL players who um, were involved in horrific domestic violence incidents because him and Tyreek yeah, Hill right. were big winners today. And it, it still <laughs> never feels right being like, oh, man, Joe Mixon looks great because, you know, you have the flashbacks yeah. to the, uh, mm-hmm. the incident. But I think I think, uh, I think think he's where they want to be because Pittsburgh certainly didn't show that much. And we don't know about Baltimore until they play a real football team, so. Well, they're playing each other this week, so that'll be interesting. We might be all right with that. Uh, All right, we're going to take a break, then we're going to do the Week 2 lines. This part of Guess the Lines is brought to you by Miller Lite. Here in The Ringer, we have our disagreements. There shouldn't be any debate about this. Miller Lite, the great-tasting light beer. Only 96 calories, 3.2 grams of carbs. That's fewer calories and half the carbs of Bud Light. So there's really nothing more to talk about. The argument's over. Kind of like how Tom Brady has five rings and Aaron Rodgers has one. That argument's over too. If you have a real argument, let me hear it. Until then, stick with Miller Lite, the official beer of Bill Simmons in college from 1988 to 1992. Miller Lite, hold true. And since we're here, go check out theringer.com slash shop. You get t-shirts, you get stuff to stick on your laptops, little stickers, sweatshirts, hats, dad hats, more stuff coming. Check it out if you like The Ringer, and I hope you do, and you want to support us. And it's for us, it's about being out there, having, having you wearing our stuff out there and spreading the word for us. Our site's free. The podcasts are free. You could buy a hat. Go check it out. TheRinger.com slash shop. We two lines. Speaking of the Bengals, Thursday night, Bengals home. For the aforementioned Ravens, tough one for the Ravens. They barely get to celebrate the ass-kicking of, of Nathan Peterman in Buffalo. Now, all of a sudden, they're on Thursday night. Where is this Thursday night game? Is this NFL nowhere? It's in Cincinnati. And this is interesting because they played twice last year. The first time, the Ravens, it was week one. They went in there, and they beat the crap out of the Bengals. They shut them out. I think the Bengals were shut out twice at home to start the season. Everyone's calling for Marvin Lewis's head. But the last game of the season, you remember, was New Year's Eve. Yep. And the Bengals knocked the Ravens out of the playoffs. So I don't know who owes who here. Is this NFL Network, though, or is it Fox? or what? It's not uh, Fox yet. I don't think Fox starts. It hasn't started yet? Yeah, yeah I'm not positive. I have. A, I pick Bengals by three. I think this is a classic minus three. I said Bengals by one and a half. Ravens still get the nod by a point and a half. That's a mistake. I think so as well. 
I think the I think they are even they're even or the Bengals are even better. And I actually think the Bengals are a little bit better. And um that's dumb. I do not agree with that. Well, line. I wonder what would this line be before week one? I mean, are they are they're just giving they're just giving the Ravens a lot of credit for beating up on the Bills. I think I think it's more they don't believe in Cincinnati at all. That was why we saw right. that Colts line, Colts by two. And the Colts mm-hmm. to me looked like a bottom six team. I think luck looks good, but uh their running backs are horrific and they really only have one right. receiver. Sunday. Rarely do this. We rarely do a double marquee game, but I really do think we have two marquee games this week for whatever reason, week two. First one, Patriots on the road in Jacksonville. A rematch, Bortles versus Brady, AFC title game from nine months ago. I picked the Patriots by three and a half. I had a lot of trouble with this one. Wow, I'm surprised. I thought you would short sell this and your Patriots and they're on the road and everything. I said two and a half and it's two. Ooh. But that'll go up. Trying to remember all the times the Patriots were less than minus three on the road against anybody the last 10 years. So they cannot be more than seven times. If you just go by points, I don't want to overvalue this week, but again, the Jaguars just don't seem to have as much firepower that, that they need to, you know, beat the Patriots. Patriots not going to score 13 points this game, right? It, it, that that Giants game was too winnable for the Giants. I felt like it, mm-hmm. I didn't think Eli. I mean, we're now going on four years of saying this, but Eli did not look good, and no. it, it did feel like the Giants could have and should have stolen that game and could not uh, could not get done. The Jags kind of squeaked it out. wasn't wasn't a command performance by by right. any means. This will go up to three. I think you. I think you're right. It'll go up to three. Yeah. All right. No teaser game so far. I don't know what we're gonna do. Well, the other one, Green Bay at home against Minnesota. And mm-hmm. um, I made my guess before Aaron Rodgers um, got hurt. You could change it. Resurrected. No, I, I still feel like pretty good about this. I have Packers by three. I had two and a half, and it's only one and a half. So Vegas not as impressed as we were with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Do you like that, Sal? Do I like that? No, do you like that? Do I like it? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I like it a lot. Did you see? I like it in all over it. I don't know if you saw this. Kirk Cousin trademarked you like that. Oh, he did? Yeah. I missed that. He really did. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was an internet hoax. And um, it's not. He trademarked, or he's trying to trademark you like that. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, no, he's not having any, no one's competing for this, are they? <laughs> he could have it for himself. <laughs> I don't you fight that. If there's some rich Packers fan, they might have to like try to beat him to it. You fight that <laughs> yeah. is almost single handedly going to derail their season, not to mention the uh, the 60 years of bad mojo. Oh, with my the Vikings, God. But I may need to shower before uh, going on to the next game. I don't like you fight that. <laughs> the, Vikes look, the Vikes look good on D. You know, yeah. no, no surprise because they're loaded with talent, but they. They're so deep. I, I thought Garoppolo weirdly played well considering he was under siege and didn't really have anybody to throw to. I thought he handled himself for the, for the fact yeah. that they were kind of lingering in that game for most of the game, I thought was pretty impressive. The Vikes are good. And I'm not, I guess so. That's a hostile news. environment and one of the best defenses and top three team. I would say, yeah, I guess we give Jimmy G more credit than, uh, than I should have there. Well, but, I, um, my point but, is I don't think he's bad. I, I think mm-hmm. I think that was a really tough spot, and I don't know if a lot of QBs would have done better with the skill guys that he had, which were right. basically uh, 
you know, it, uh, Alfred Morris and George Kittle, and it just was not a murderer's row. Breda, yeah. Yeah, Matt Breda. Uh, random, yeah. random receivers that you kind of were like, oh, I think I know who that guy is. So, yeah, mm-hmm. Packers. So those are two nice ones, Sal. I have to say, I think there's a third one in there, but 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 we'll get. But the yeah, uh, but miracle win aside, he can't be excited about this game, Aaron Rodgers. He just can't be. I know it's home and everything, but that's another tough defense, and he's gonna get yeah. he's gonna get banged around a lot here. Yeah, and that they did a nice job in the NBC game today, pointing out how much faster he was getting the ball out in the second half compared to the first half. Mm-hmm. So I assume they're gonna do that again, but this time the Vikings are gonna be ready for him to do that, and that'll be yeah. You don't like Chiefs Steelers as an elite game? Not after <laughs> sitting through a Steelers game, no. I know, uh, but they'll be home, and it's I, it's I, a fun what, game. What, what odds do you give that Bell's on the team next week? Oh, I think he sits out a couple more. I think really, this is, yeah, I think this is bad now. He hmm. he doesn't really have to come back until week nine or week ten. But what's interesting week is, 10, yeah he can't really accomplish anything. There's no way for them to give him a new contract. They could trade him. And that's really it. So unless he's trying to demand a trade, I don't really know what he's trying to prove at this point, other than what a lot of people have theorized, which is he just doesn't want to put 16 games of mileage on his body. When what he do you think he was contract. trying to prove with that tweet, with the, with the monocle emoji? Cause I, I stared at that for a long time. Somebody, I can't remember who did this, but it was funny. Somebody responded that that was the face he was making when he realized he lost $850,000 by not playing. <laughs> I think it was Joel Solomon. Shout out to Joel Solomon. Uh, I love Joel Solomon. Yes. That I think, I think that was his, but maybe that's what it was. I don't know. They, they, well, they, but, yeah. But, it, I, but what, but he real, but really, what was he thinking? It was like, is this like, Hey, I could see better than you can, or I, I, I could see this coming or kind of thing. I, I just, I would love to know what that was about. Just seems like it's not a great idea to continue your feud with the five, 300 pound guys who block for you. Yeah. The guys who save your, your head and knees. Yeah. Probably not. Also when one and of them, then he's going to come back in six weeks and he, instead of making 10 times as much as them, he's going to make 30 times as much as them. So He's got to take that into account too. Yeah, true. One of the five guys is a pouncy and they're like the Morris brothers in basketball. It's just never right. good, a good idea to be on the opposite side of the pouncies ever. <laughs> hey, the poop fecta goes three deep this week. Um, there's only one really magnificent poop fecta game. The other two are poop fecta games because one of the teams are involved. Only one. First yeah. one, Chargers at Buffalo. I don't know what Buffalo does at quarterback. I don't think this is the game to bring Josh Allen in, but I don't know if we should ever see Nathan Peterman again. What would you yeah. do? What would your choice be between the, those two options? Uh, I, I go everything equal. I, at this point, put the, you know, because if a team's going to go third, three and 13 or four and 12, give the rookie the nod, right? Let, let him get the reps. I would say. I would That's normally say that. Like I would say that if it was basketball, but a must win game for the chargers. Like if Bosa comes back, I'm not sure that's what I want oh, for I my see. first Josh Allen game, but yeah, I just don't know how you can play Peterman again. He's, we always hear the word, the, the, the word historically is now the most overused word in sports analysis. And it's just thrown mm-hmm. around all the time, but his two starts are historically the worst. I think, I don't know if we'll ever see it again. 
You can't yeah, do Yeah, I don't worse. know why they didn't learn their lesson last year. It almost cost them a playoff spot, but maybe they think that's good luck to set them on a nice uh, nice run. And they must, they must the see Chargers, something they like. I've bet against the Bills in this spot. Chargers at Bills, I, I remember two times probably in the last three years, and I've lost. But what do you have for a line? I'll tell you this. I will not be putting the Chargers in a parlay or tease. I will not be yeah. selecting them in an eliminator pool. I, because they, they don't look exactly right yet. They don't. Yeah. The coach and just the the juju that team has, and the fact that I just don't like it. Plus, they had the dreaded uh, the hype machine for them the three weeks before the season. Like mm-hmm. everybody, you didn't watch this team last year. You don't realize the same coach is coming back, and well, what's going to be different? Yeah. I have uh, Chargers by nine. Wow! After all that, I and actually you're going to be closer. I went low. I said five, and it's uh, seven and a half. So you get that one. Oh, shit. Now I want to tease the Chargers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's too low. Can we bet Anthony Lynn or uh, Caleb Sturgis? Who goes first? How are they, How can they still not? I would have drafted a field goal kicker two rounds earlier than anyone's ever done it before just to not ever have this problem again. Or gone and, you know, go get like Adam Vinatieri or anybody who is some veteran reliable guy and just overpay for them in free agency. How do they do this to themselves again? Why? Now I'm wondering if it's just them, like because Sturgis isn't awful. He just maybe just coming to the Chargers does this to you. Oh, it's like Spinal Tap drummer type yeah. situation. Bizarre, it's just bizarre. Jets are home. We haven't seen the Jets yet. We have no idea if this line is ridiculous or not. Uh, I feel stupid guessing it. They're playing the Dolphins. I have the Jets minus two over the Dolphins. Yeah, I said the Dolphins minus two, and it's Dolphins minus one and a half. But yeah, there's not, there's not a lot to go on here. The only thing I would say about the Dolphins, again, I don't want to overreact to that bizarre rain delay game or whatever the hell was going on there. Mm-hmm. But they did they did get rid of a lot of these guys that have never really won anything who were yeah. like cancer guys or just wrong for chemistry or just wasn't working. They moved on. And they brought in all these new guys and it's like Danny Amendola and people like that. And maybe there is a little kind of suboptimal Ewing theory potential with them. Cause son, yeah. there has to be a second half decent team in the AFC East. The AFC is bad. You're not going to have three terrible teams in one division. Somebody has to rise. No, to we eight say nine. that every year. Nobody has to. The second place <laughs> could be six and 10. It can be. It really can. It could be, except for that, that rest of the AFC is so bad. I just, right. I think it would be right. hard for somebody not to go at least seven and nine. So maybe. Maybe it's the Dolphins. Did anyone draft uh, Kenny Stills? Yeah, they must have, right? I don't know, but he, he's he been on everyone's team. We've passed him around. Yeah. Two he's he's that, available right? in Fab. He, if he hasn't been picked up yet, he will be picked up and then probably waived in week seven. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Rams, home, playing the putrid Arizona Cardinals. And I am assuming the Rams are going to take care of business tomorrow against the Raiders. I was projecting that in my guess. I had the Rams by 13. I said 14. I thought you couldn't make this high enough. And it's only 10 and a half. That seems low. So you get that one, but why isn't that, why isn't that 14, 15, 16? What? It doesn't seem like, you know, it doesn't seem like people believe in the Rams as like a kind of a juggernaut kicking everybody's ass team yet. But isn't that a perfect quarterback for them to go against if it's Bradford, like check down guy. That, that's oh all he's going to do. He had a classic yeah. one today. I mean, it's a cliche to even joke about it at this point, but there was one, they're down 21, nothing. It's third and eight, second half. 
he does the thing. He does shuffles his feet and just dumps it to the yeah. running back in double coverage who goes, gets tackled for a yard. And I just don't understand year after year teams talk themselves into this guy as a starter. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. He is what he is. He's like 30 now. What are you, he's going to change? He's going to, he's going to find some sort of quarterback Jesus and, and transform. Like this is who Sam Bradford is. It's not but like, he's also going to get Larry Fitzgerald killed. Like Larry Fitzgerald's oh like, hey, God. I like running real routes here. Yeah. What are you doing to me? <laughs> I have to go four yards over the middle every time. Yeah, they might Crazy. have to. They might have to put Larry on the uh, on the Gronk plan. Just have him run little yeah. out patterns and stuff like that. All right, barely watchables. We have five barely watchables this week. First one: Tennessee at home again. Oh no, they were they were in Miami this week. I'm sorry, at home for the right. first time, hosting the not impressive at all Houston Texans. I don't know why I didn't put this in the. Should this have been a poop fecta game? I guess. Yeah, it maybe. Been. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you right now. There's no line on it because they don't know what Mariota's availability is. But can I'm we, not excited about this game. Can we demote this to the poop fecta? Yeah, sure. I think we could do that. All right. So it's a qu- it's a quadruple it. poop fecta this year. Saints- I think uh, again, this is a sell overreaction of week one. But I think the Titans are a last place team. I think we're going to see a lot of this. All year long. Yeah, I we've cautioned e- we've cautioned each other not to overreact, but it does seem like there's one week one game every year where just bad stuff happens and the team never recovers. And that yeah. that game had a lot of bad juju. And Delaney Walker, you know, not only gets hurt, but the guys from the other team are running over to tap his helmet as he's getting carted off. It's a bad sign considering he was by far their best receiver. Right. All right. Next. Also, is there a way to not? Have week one in uh, Tampa, Miami, Tennessee, uh, all, all the you know. All we these, said this last week. Have- like, what, like, we yeah. Oh, what are the odds? There was there was lightning for three hours in Miami. I can't yeah. believe it. Early September. Wow. Yeah. What a shocker. And the, I, I feel like when we were younger and we drive to a game, they'd never call a game because of lightning, right? Like they would just, you know, they, certainly not like, well, this storm is forty minutes away, so we're going to wait. They, they certainly wouldn't do anything like that, but. I mean, I guess it would be the NFL's luck that some cheerleader would get struck in the middle of a routine. But, um, yeah, it, it's just strange that these t- Tennessee Tennessee College was lightninged out two weeks in a row and then Tennessee pro team today. I wonder, how do you think Goodell would handle a Titans cheerleader getting electrocuted by lightning? How do you think um, he would handle the next week? I'm not, she doesn't die. She's okay. She's She's going to have a full recovery. What does Goodell do? No, everybody would play, and he'd donate like twenty five grand to uh, some cheerleading fund. This some, would be a fun, this would be a fun game every week on the pod. We we come up with a terrible scenario and try to guess how Roger like Goodell would awkwardly handle it. So that's the one okay, for this good. week. So you think twenty five thousand dollar donation? Yeah, that'd be. But he would think uh, he was being a, a hero in that regard. I think I think he, it's a press conference with his twenty five thousand dollar donation, and then twenty four hours later. There's an E60 story about how the Titans cheerleaders have been severely underpaid for the last six years, and it all somehow backfires, and the NFL looks bad <laughs> in the end, and that it becomes right. all a scandal. That that would be very Goodellish. Yeah, it seems perfect. Saints at home. We'll see whether this was a, a terrible moment for their season or just like a throwaway game in Week One. The Bucks disaster. Home again, playing the Browns. So the Saints had the Bucks in round one and the Browns or week one and the Browns in week two had all the makings of two and zero, and now it's like a borderline must win game to to have yeah. to beat 
Tyrod Taylor, Baker Mayfield, whoever's going to play. I have, I have the Saints by eight and a half. Wow, you got that. I, I again, I thought this was going to be way high. I said ten, and it's uh, it's only eight. And uh, please stop me from putting everything I have on the Saints this week, right? I mean, this is. I do look at it as a must win, and then they are going to win. It's just, just it's going to be a blowout, isn't it? Here, he, here's my only hesitation, and I say this fully knowing that Hugh Jackson is the coach and Tyrod Taylor is the uh, the QB. They, the Browns have good players. Like Miles Garrett was yeah. was one of the three best players I watched today. I thought he was, was? An, Miles Garrett. I thought he was a wrecking ball. Um, so Miles Garrett, yeah, sure he is. He's great, but he he screwed them in this game because on that on that interception return in overtime that would have put him down to like the seven yard line. Yeah, the block said they had to move back yeah. because of the hole. That push in the back, that guy with the ball was taking his step out of bounds. Like he was not yeah. only was the guy who pushed in the back never going to catch him, but the guy stepped out of bounds. Like it was the highest paid guy on the field made the stupidest play. It was really weird to me, but now I do like watching him. Well, other than the stupidest play of the game, I thought he was really good. <laughs> I really enjoyed watching him. But yeah, I mean, like Jarvis Landry gets open and makes third down catches and you just kind of get yeah. I like Nick Chubb. I thought Nick Chubb would look really promising and when they were uh, yep. bringing him in. And then on defense, they have guys. I, I don't know. I just, they have more guys than usual is what I noticed as I watched them. Mm-hmm. But Could I don't this know be the means. game? Because I thought they would be 0-2. All right, they'll probably be 0-1-1 after this. Do you put Baker in then, or can you even get in the mind of Hugh Jackson? I'm the wrong person to ask. I would have put Baker in for the overtime because Tyrod was bad. Right. I, I just felt like at some point you just got to cut the cord. Uh, I would start Baker this week. I think Baker's better. And if he's hmm. not better today, he'll be better in three weeks. Right. This does make me think, though, with the Saints. Who is the 0-2 team? So they would obviously have to lose again next week. That then spawns the whole, oh, what's going on with these guys? What's wrong? Because I think the Saints are in that mix for that Monday conversation a week from now. Saints are in it. Uh, could be the Falcons. We haven't gotten to that yet. Yeah. Um, Char- Chargers. Chargers for sure. And uh, then I think that's it. Those are the three. Yeah. I mean, you and, wouldn't say that about the Seahawks, Giants, or Cowboys, probably. No, no unless unless the Rams lose tomorrow, which, it, yeah, which right. they won't. But that would be the only other uh, right. That'd be the only other one I would do. All right, Redskins at home playing the Colts. I will say I have a couple Redskins fans in my life, and mm-hmm. the hair in their arms have raised. They're, yeah, they're very focused right now. They are looking at a wide open NFC East, and. They had a dominant performance today against a terrible team, but still they have a very competent quarterback who has a high winning percentage and they're starting to get ideas and they play the Colts who were not that impressive at all to say the least today. I have the Redskins by four. Uh, you have four. I have three and a half. Damn. It's five and a half. So you Whoa. win that one. Okay. Yeah. That's very, that's very high. <laughs> and I will say joining us right now, Andrew, the giant luck. You will be traveling to the Mid-Hudson Civic Center facing Jonathan Allen, Ziggy Hood, and the Washington Redskins defense. What are your thoughts? Oh, you know, first of all, incredible to be back. Uh, just great to be out there again with the guys. And, uh, you know, obviously the game didn't go our way, but uh, it was just so nice to, to, to be out there 
doing my thing again. And, and we have high hopes. We have high hopes for the season. That's Andrew, the giant luck, September 16th, mid Hudson civic center. There you go. 49ers <laughs> at home playing the Detroit lions. Who we haven't seen yet. I have the Niners by two and a half. I had no idea what to do with this game. Oh, man, you boxed me out again. I said two, and it's three and a half as of now. Ooh, that's high. I didn't think the Niners looked good today. I didn't think they, it was hard to say how much of that was the Vikings, but I certainly wouldn't say, oh, man, there's there's a foundation here for a playoff team. That was not my reaction Mm -hmm. to that game. If anything, it was like, like, it could have been a lot worse. Marquise Goodwin's out. I, I just think if Sam Darnold throws two interceptions and the, and the Lions win by 17, then this this could be closer to a pick than anything, right? Well, here's another line that could swing dramatically. Broncos, Raiders, Broncos home. Mm-hmm. You and I both think the Raiders are going to be horrific. They're going to take a beating for the Khalil Mack trade all day tonight and uh, all Monday as well. I, I only could get this up to Broncos minus five. I think this gets to seven by game time. Oh man, see when you're getting this because I I only thought it would be three, not knowing tomorrow's result or Monday's result. It's uh it's four and a half right there in the Vegas zone for you. Yeah, that makes sense. And if the Raiders are bad, that just goes to seven. Mm-hmm. Let's take uh let's take one more break. We'll do the rest. Hey, people always ask me for advice. Usually, it's what team to bet on this week. This week, I would have done half decent for you. The truth is. I don't always know who's going to win, but if you think you know, you got to check out my bookie. I always tell people to bet with my bookie. They are your best bet this season. They've been in business for years. They have great reviews online. Their mobile site is easy to use, not to mention in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business. For you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. They even did recently, they did odds for our fantasy league, Kyle. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. What did what, what we did were it look plus like? five hundred? All those people that laughed at me. Mallory's team was plus two hundred. I was offended, my bookie. How do you not have us as the favorite? We have Mahomes and Phil Rivers. Lay down some cash, win big today. You win, they pay. Join now, my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use the promo code Bill Simmons when creating your account to claim up to one thousand dollars in free play. That is my bookie, M Y B O O K I E. Don't forget to use the promo code Bill Simmons when creating your account to claim the bonus. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, six games left. The watchables. These are good. Well, you you thought Steelers Chiefs should have been a marquee game. I think so. I get what you're saying. If Bell's in there, it's a, it's a it's a marquee game. But I don't know. They're, they're my top two seeds in the uh, AFC. I think. Or no, I'm sorry, the Patriots in there. Top three, two of the top three. I have the Steelers. I'm assuming Bell isn't playing. I have the Steelers only as two and a half point favorites against Mahomes mm. and the Chiefs. I had four and a half and it's up to five right now. Ooh. I, I get d- that. I've been dead on this whole day. So if I'm three points off, that's a good sign to go the other way. You're right. We're big Chiefs fans. Is that a tease the other way? We rarely do this. Do we do we take the plus eleven? I think I I just like betting the points again. I okay. like to have I like to have that three and a half against the Chargers. They're up like seventeen to twelve. I was doing the math. I'm like, oh, I'm already up two scores. Right. I think the Chiefs are good. That the one way the Steelers can get them is if they outscore them. Not to sound like a moron, but like to go 30, 30 points or more, basically. Because I think the Chiefs are going to get their points. And I can't remember if they played last year, and obviously it's a different situation. But 
the playoff game. It was a night game. The Chiefs were home and lost, right? Yeah, they they yeah, had. There's a. One. I just have a vague memory of a lot of weird games between these two specific yeah. game, teams. I don't know why, but right. I think uh, it's this is going to have to be one of those Roethlisberger throws for three twenty and four TDs type of games. And I don't know if he has it in him yet. Falcons, yeah, Falcons home for the Panthers. We haven't talked about the Falcons yet. No, it was. We swore not to overreact to uh, week one, and yet there were the Falcons just running it back and doing all the same dumb shit they did last year that blew the Yeah, whole it wasn't season. week one. It was week 22 last year. It really right? was. Or 18 it was, of last year. Yeah, yeah, it was like a continuation. And mm-hmm. I think all of us are just tired of them at this point. Matt Ryan looks terrible. Um, Again, you, I don't want to... You stumbled onto something. I don't know if you were kidding, but I wouldn't be surprised. Like, we, we should go by the... That could be another weekly thing. I wouldn't be surprised if so-and-so was, had some kind of shoulder injury. Like, Matt Ryan's my guy for that right now. Oh, like he had a snowboarding accident? Yeah, something something's messed up. You you brought it up. I think you tweeted about it. Yeah, I did. And then, uh, he looked hurt. He looked hurt before he threw the interception. Yeah, but their play calling is just dismal. It's just, you know, Julio Jones gets him down the field, and then they give him the cold shoulder inside the 10-yard lines. Ridiculous. It's weird that they don't do nearly as much play action as you think they would do. Because I, I think mm-hmm. their running backs are scary. And it just seems like that that was kind of their game two years ago. And now it's a lot more predictable, especially around the red zone. I have, they're playing the Panthers. They're in Atlanta. I NFC South, they play twice a year. Weird shit always happens. I couldn't go higher than four on this. I have Falcons by four. Yeah, you got it. Just just getting me, edging me out of there. I said three and a half and it's five. So your team played the Panthers today. What'd you think? I, you know, both of them looked flat. They really did. And the Panthers didn't know, didn't need to, it was, it was actually typical Panthers too, right? Like that's the team that gets on the field. You're like, all right, Cam could put up 30 points. He's got some weapons here. And, uh, they couldn't really move the ball either. And like I said, the Cowboys didn't play with any urgency until the end. Um, but Keekly is such a difference. Like, I feel like he's on the field half the time, not just because defense is on the field half the time. When he's on, you, you could see like this shit doesn't happen in the middle the, offensively. You can't get anything going, but he gets hurt like four times a game. It really, they live and die with that guy defensively. Yeah. What happened? Did he, did he get concussed? What happened that one time when it seemed like he was really hurt? I don't know. Yeah. He was grabbing his head. So uh, Not it, it could be another concussion. I don't know how many more he has in him. That, that I'm, I'm going to say one more should be it. I yeah. Think. I'm going to say one more and then he should retire or, or they're mm. doing a disservice to, uh, all that stuff. Yeah. I, they had that happened and then somebody else got hurt for them. And it was one of those games where you got the two point. Yeah. Yeah. You got the two point. It was 16, eight. And I didn't even, I ended up not betting on the Panthers. I think if I had done super contest, they would have been one of my picks and it had all the makings of the, the Cowboys with a minute left score the touchdown to cut it to 16, 14, but then miss the two point because you have Jason Garrett as your coach, but you cover. Mm -hmm. And I just, I was already mentally down that road and somehow the Panthers won and covered in 16, eight final. I I was mad at this garbage time cover that hadn't happened yet and how Jason Garrett was then going to blow it. But uh, but it didn't happen. I, I don't think the Cowboys are good. I didn't think they were good heading into the season. I didn't understand the respect they were getting. And um, I still don't understand it. I just don't think it's a good team and you root for them. And I don't think you disagree. Well, I don't disagree. And I I think it's like, I think Jason Garrett makes your team 20% worse. And if you're at 
65 percent to start that's that's not good do you run the math on that but and you know on top of it all they get all right the most dynamic player they picked up in the offseason is Tavon Austin there's no way Jason Garrett knows what to do with that guy I, yeah. I'm sorry I, I just know he's on the wrong team and okay he'll, he'll walk off week four you'll see yeah they'll probably trade him last yeah. one Eagles at Tampa mm-hmm. I have the Eagles by three that's probably too low we're going to split this. It's three and a half. I said four. Um, yeah, it's still probably too low. I don't know. I have a confession I to, to make. I, I think I, remi- I remember this every year, and I get mad at myself that I didn't remember it earlier. Are we sure Fitzpatrick's like not terrible? No. Like he's kind of half no, decent. No, we were dumb. We, we were do dumb this every year. Yeah, we, we do. We really were stupid to We do this every year. He's like kind of half decent. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could make the case. Yeah, and also, he's like, he's it's like early this. in the year, you know? It's like he probably doesn't have the stamina to go a 16-game slate, but he could do a little damage in September, right? He was like the seventh best quarterback in the history of the Jets. Yeah. But he he does, he makes plays, he's unafraid, and does have a way of like galvanizing his teammates. Like there's no question, Does when you watch the sidelines and the interaction and stuff, like the teammates like him and they're rooting for him. And the rub is that he makes dumb throws every once in a while, but he does make shit happen. Like he is not, it's not like Kaiser Soso walking into that Packers game today where you're just like, oh my God, they have no chance. Fitzpatrick's kind of dangerous. Like, you know, rooting against them was 38, 48 to 40. They had to get a first down. It was third and 11. I just needed the Saints to get a stop. And I was kind of afraid of Fitzpatrick. I really was. I felt like he was going to make a play and then he did. And it's like, man, maybe this guy's not awful. Maybe there's something to the fact that he, an Ivy League mind has like six weeks to prepare for one team. Um, <laughs> and you don't figure that in. But then come November, he's still an Ivy League uh, player's body that you have to uh, adjust the line for. So maybe so, they should just play him three times a year, like in week one, week seven, and week 13. And they exactly. just know These you are in your those games. games. Here's the footage. Here's six 100 weeks. hours of footage. Break it down. Yeah. Well, if they if they somehow win this game, and it's very conceivable because the Eagles, uh, especially offensively, look just slow and like they're a few weeks yeah. away from getting to where they need to get to. You could make a case just just wave Jameis, get rid of him. It's funny. I was looking at this game and I was like, "Oh, the Eagles are catching the Bucks at a good time." I said that this time last week. You know, I was looking yeah. at that and I'm like, "Wow, the Bucks are catching the Eagles at a good time, right? Yeah. This is this is right when you want them, but." Yeah, Jameis, talk about the big loser. It was definitely Jameis Winston today, right? Yeah. I made a joke about him being the face of the XFL next I year like on Twitter. But, you know, if if you feel like there's no difference between those two guys and you feel like we're at the point of no return with Jameis as uh, a character guy who's going to be the leader of your team and be in the community and shit like that, you can make a case, yeah. just move on or trade them or dump them you know, trade him somewhere for a six round pick or something. But, um, I, I personally, that I, I would cut bait with that dude at this point. It's just weird that we're so low on Jameis and Mariota. Um, you yeah, know, not too many years after they were drafted. Yeah. Mariota still had that playoff game. Yep. Yeah. That's true. He at least like made it happen. All right. Sunday night. I need both of these to tie you. Well, your first one is the Cowboys of Dallas. Mm-hmm. Our home against Eli Manning, Saquon Barkley, and the New York Football Giants. Mm-hmm. 
I really wanted to nudge this to five. It's definitely in the Vegas zone. I'm going to say Cowboys by four and a half. All right, good. I get this one. I said four, only three and a half. And I'm surprised too, because Dallas usually gets a little bit of a bump from Vegas. You might not be good. Yeah, no. <laughs> now, we talked about last Are you ready to sign off on any last place division? I, you don't want to say Arizona yet. I will say Arizona. I'm not ready. Buffalo. I'm not ready. I don't, you can't tell me that the Niners couldn't finish last in that division. Uh, and I'll say the loser of this game, I think, is in last place. Mm. You like making dramatic guarantees yeah, two sure. weeks into the well, season. We, <laughs> well, I, I, just, I just pray that by the end of the year, no one remembers them. So what, what do I have to lose? My only dramatic guarantee is that Buffalo is not a playoff team. What were the odds on them to make the playoffs? I actually have this. I'm going to look this up. To make it was it six plus six hundred plus six fifty or something? Oh no, you're right. It was minus eight hundred for them not to make it. Yeah, yeah, that's still too low. What were you doing? I, they should update those odds. They don't. We don't, we don't see those again, do we? No, they After don't like those. One. They don't want us to ever uh, see those again. Um. All right, I need this one to tie. Monday night, Mitch Trubisky and the Bears hosting the Seahawks of Seattle. Mm-hmm. And the greatest punter of all time since Ray Guy, <laughs> Michael Dixon, the most exciting punter. I was actually rooting on uh, Seattle not to convert third down so Dixon could come back out. I really wanted to see him in yeah. Mile High. I was genuinely enjoying it as a football fan. You like him better than our Dixon, even, I think. <laughs> There's no question. <laughs> and Dixon, Dixon and I have had a renaissance. <laughs> Dixon's like Ryan Fitzpatrick. He is, he, he is who he thinks he is. That's true. Yeah. He's like, you know well, what? Well, maybe we'll have to find out what Ryan Fitzpatrick's thoughts on Les Moonves are. <laughs> Compare <laughs> notes. <laughs> and Dixon had some thoughts on that. Uh, yeah. Dixon will be like, I'm going to Martha's Vineyard for 10 straight weeks. Yeah. And if you need me to negotiate stuff, it's going to be dicey, but I'll try. Right, right, right. And that he is who he is. He is who we thought That's he right. was. I have, uh, I have the Bears. Minus four over the Seahawks. Yes. I eked out a tie. Oh. I said two and a half, and it's currently three. Oh, you're the Hugh Jackson of the, the wind That's sport. right. <laughs> eked out a tie. Congratulations. And you're Get eked the gator. Out tie. Oh, no. Get the, I don't know what they're doing. I got to say, I think that line's too low. I'm excited for that game now. I, I, I really couldn't care less about it like uh, six hours ago. But the, even though they lost, I still... <laughs> Two zero and one teams. You know who's not good. Fun. You know who's not good. The Seahawks. Yeah, that story that came out in SI about Pete Carroll favored Russell Wilson and the defense, and it turned the team against them, and there was so much bitterness mm-hmm. and such a big divide and all that stuff. And I'm reading it, and I'm thinking, like, why wouldn't he favor the franchise quarterback over a bunch of? crazy guys on defense who are all getting on an age and probably aren't going to be there two, three years from now. Isn't mm-hmm. it, isn't it the smart political move to back the quarterback? And also why sure, would, yeah, probably. aren't, aren't you trying to protect the confidence of your quarterback Yeah, and making sure that all of these, all of these uh, outspoken dudes who are trying to bully him and get in his head, who are on his own team that you're trying to protect that a little bit. I don't know. I, I think one of the craziest things I've ever heard in my life from coming out of a team that they actually seem to genuinely believe is that they called that pass play for Russell Wilson in the Super Bowl so that he'd have a better chance of winning the MVP than Marshawn Lynch. I Who can't, said that? 
That was in, the, in that? those articles. They were like convinced that it was all about like trying to get the golden boy, the MVP. Like the Seahawks defense, oh, like ridiculous. really believed that. And it was no. like, go look at the sideline. The Seahawks sideline is in chaos. They had no fucking idea what to do. And Belichick's well, on the other sideline no, watching. No uh, excuse. I haven't heard that. And I don't know why. So yeah, that might as well be it. I don't know why they would do that. Belichick was on the other sideline. Should have called a timeout and didn't because it was so mass chaos right. over on the other side. It wasn't right. like they he were in a heated there. argument about who should win the MVP. That was mm. just moronic. I, I think the guys on that defense, um, I just think they got too crazy. They won that one Super Bowl, but you know, you can pass this tipping point. We've seen this happen with other teams. It happened mm. in basketball a couple of times, like the uh the mid two thousands Pistons. They had a lot of like strong personality characters in their team. And you can only kind of ride that for so long. It just gets stale and yeah, gets kind of Well, who's the greatest of all time? The 86 Bears? The 85 Bears? Yeah, that didn't last uh, February 86, yeah. You know, they only made it back. They only made it that one time, right? Well, congrats yeah, to can... congrats to you and Hugh Jackson for eking out ties this week. You guys can <laughs> pour you. half a Gatorade. Gatorade bath. Yeah, take half a Gatorade <laughs> bucket. Uh, let's do Parent Corner, America's favorite segment. Oh, yeah. Still no sponsor. You go first. I have a good one this week. All right. Uh, I'm too st- I'll, do, I'll do this one. Uh, so my son, he's four years old, uh, and he started soccer this week. Yes, weekend. I saw the pictures. I was hoping this would be Parent Corner. Yeah. So he's, um, I'm going to say this. He, he loves playing basketball. We have a Nerf hoop at the house, and he's always, like, watching TV. He, he like, throws the ball. He, he, he's taking shots while he's watching, like, uh boss baby or whatever he's watching, but he's always taking shots. I was like, that's great. He loves playing little league baseball. He started this year. He was one of the better hitters on the team. If we go to the beach, he has to bring a wiffle ball and a wiffle ball bat. He gets it. He connects there. So we just figured, we figured he'd be decent at soccer. What, yeah. what, what do you do as a four-year-old? There's no goalie. You have the ball, you kick it and you run down the field. Well, he's, no. he's built a little bit like my son. Like he's just like kind of a block of granite. Yeah. 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 A little husky guy. Yeah. So, I, th- I thought everything was going to be good. He gets there and I see him like lining up like as a f- like a field goal kicker for kicks. He's <laughs> kicking and he's falling on his ass yeah. backwards. I'm like, Harris, Harrison, what are you doing? He's like, I'm kicking the ball. He's getting mad at me for coaching. I was like, all right. So this goes on the whole game now because he's falling. Like, have you ever seen four-year-olds play soccer? Yeah. There's not a lot of spacing. There's no. not spacing. So they run in a herd. And if you fall, you're in trouble. And he fell three times. He got stepped on, on his arm, on his ankle and on his face. And I'm not like, yeah. And I'm not like, like you could see the cleat marks and though, like they were legit every time. So he's crying. And then I feel like the a-hole father has to go on the field and lift him up. I'm like, no, you're not coming out. Just keep playing. You know, six minutes left. We could do this, you know, get in there. And, uh, and he hates it. He doesn't like it. He keeps falling and getting hurt. And to make it worse, his 10 year old brother who hates him, they hate each other is uh, <laughs> calling him out. Anytime he would almost touch the ball with his hand. He's like, he touched the ball with his hand. He's like telling the ref coaches, <laughs> tattling on him. Like, all right, can you get control of yourself here? This is not the way that's going to be every week. Um, and then the other kid, the other team has a kid who's good. I think the other team had like a six year old on there and he's scoring like every uh, two minutes. So it's like seven to one. And I, it, it occurred to me, Harrison, my kid's crying and he like wants to walk off the field and occurred to me. Oh yeah. Cause on his iPad, any game he plays, if he's losing even one, nothing, whatever it is, he'll just turn it off. He'll restart it. Yeah. You can't do that in life. Right No. So 
soccer is not his sport. And you know what? Then I was thinking about it. And I was thinking about you and, and your daughter. I was like, you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad soccer's not his sport. I don't want him on a club <laughs> yeah, team. I don't want to give up my Sunday and go to travel six hours to some uninhabitable part of California and uh, and waste the day. So there you go. You're that's a big winner. So you went. That, that's right. I'm a quitter. He's a quitter. <laughs> your family went 0 for 3 with soccer. You missed it yeah, we completely. Did. We did. Yeah. I had, so I had two different experiences with that because my daughter, who we always could tell from like jungle gym days, was going to be a good athlete. And we put her in mm-hmm. soccer and she was immediately one of the best ones. And it was like, right. in those games, there's always that one kid on each team that's just, you can just tell. And she was the kid on that team. And it was right. great. It's like, oh my God, this is so much fun. And then when we, when my son went to play soccer, it was the opposite. He was completely selfish, would get mad if somebody else on his own team scored. And it was a disaster. Mm-hmm. And he lasted one game and he quit. And we have the one picture of him in the jersey, and that's the only record of him ever playing soccer. So <laughs> wow, I've had uh, I've had both sides of it. Speaking of my son, um, so I get this text from my wife on Friday. Um, call me, and I'm in the middle of a meeting. I'm like, "Is everything okay?" And she's like, "It's about Ben," and I, I think something terrible's happened. Oh, so no. I'm like, I, "I'm in a meeting. Can I call you back?" And she's like. It's, it's, it's not a bad thing. Actually just FaceTime him. Oh. So now I'm like, what the hell possibly could have happened? Like could, could, the only really things that have happened in his life is like he made a travel, travel baseball team. So I, he already made the team. I didn't know mm-hmm. what else. It's not like his life's that interesting. I didn't know what else could have happened. So I FaceTime him and he tells me he broke up with his girlfriend. <laughs> their nine month, their torrid nine month affair is is no longer this. Now he is how old? Those people who don't know. He turns in 11 in November. Okay. And <laughs> has had this. Is he broken up by? Is he, is he all, uh, so he's had, they've he been okay on dates. It? They've, they've had like four dates where my wife took him and she really likes this girl's, uh, mom. And they would mm-hmm. go and they would go and the, the two kids would go to the movies and they would go drink wine next door. And they like really, liked everybody. And it was like one, one of those things where it was like, they, these two like each other, like this could be it. They might actually get married. Like who the hell knows? Mm -hmm. Ben's second day in school, his friend who also has a girlfriend in class, um, breaks up with that girl. And like two hours later, Ben breaks up with this. And it's so on FaceTime was telling me everybody's single now. Like it's like <laughs> fifth grade's gonna be a party. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You sound like a lunatic. You're Ted. Uh and was all fired up. And then um, so when I got home, I got the full story, which is that this other guy, his his buddy Lucci, also broke up. And um Lucci. Lucci. So uh-huh. so we were calling him George all weekend because it was like the Seinfeld episode where Jerry breaks up, but George stayed, and then George has to get married, and right. saying he didn't want to be George. Um, so he was all excited that this is, I'm too young to have a girlfriend doing that whole thing. And then they texted all weekend, and who the hell knows? They're probably back together by the time. Oh, people, we might be back. People, I don't know. This just runs in my family because you have nephew Kyle yes. over here who is now, he's back on, and it might be my wife, might be the blood on her side. It's just like these on oh, again, really? off again relationships. She's calling me right now. Yeah, she's <laughs> Kyle's girlfriend's calling him right now, wondering where the hell he is. Um, 
But uh, I don't I'm know. wondering if like Ben, yeah, probably thought like, yeah, maybe he's got a little Lenny Dykstra in him. He's on the traveling baseball team. He's <laughs> like, I don't want to be tied down. Maybe the, and uh, he's looking older. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, so anyway, the moral of the story is uh, he's he's a lunatic, and I don't know what to tell you. And <laughs> the moral of the story, I love it. <laughs> my, my wife's like. <laughs> Call me. Like I like I really thought something awful had happened and it was my ten year old son broke up with his girlfriend right. at, he's at their ten. <laughs> that's excellent. So yeah, that that's my excellent. parent corner for this week. It's really getting exciting in the Simmons house. Nice. Uh <laughs> I can't believe no one will sponsor this. <laughs> yeah, how can they not sponsor that? Ten year old love. Uh yeah. and and the the two moms are texting each other all weekend because they're devastated. Oh, really? They're like, we should still go. We'll still go out. We don't need the kids. It's turning yeah, into that. They they're, more, they're more yeah, upset than fine. the kids are. So anyway, good <laughs> run. Nine month run. Long, long relationship. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then also today he saw nephew Kyle and taunted nephew Kyle about how he broke up with his girlfriend, but Kyle wouldn't. That was oh, actual wow. taunt. Actual taunt. So does, does ben, Kyle feel pressure or, or is he, does he just blow it off? No, Kyle beat the hell out of him. He threw him in the pool. It's <laughs> not going to take crap from Ben. Ben's like four feet tall. Um, yeah, but he's got about eight months before he could not beat the hell out of him. Right? No, they're, they're definitely back together. I refuse to believe this breakup stands and she's probably going to oh, dump man. him 20 times. Yeah. Can, can we go back to the fact that there's a feud with your 10 year old son and your four year old son? I don't know if we should. It's bad. I mean, my 10 <laughs> year old is not, it's our fault. He was not meant to be a middle child. And uh, there's a big gap between them. And, uh, you know, he just doesn't understand. Like, you can't tell him, like, your brother's four. Like, why, why are you getting upset? He's like, he doesn't ever learn anything. But, yeah, because he's four. Like, right. we, we, can't, we can't make any progress with that. But, um, yeah, they do not like each other at all. This is, should you have a loser leave town match with that with them? <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm the loser because I don't know how to handle it. Maybe you should anyway. leave town. Have a match and the loser leaves town and you're the loser and you'll just leave. By the way, he doesn't even want to lose. He just wants to leave town anyway. I told you, he wants to live with Ken and Harry. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you got to update that us on that during the season. I do think yeah, there is something about the kids not learning how to lose thing is an issue because, you know, like my son was playing, he learned how to play WWE, whatever, the 2K game. He would mm -hmm. play two players, but would not, he would, he would be in control of both controllers. So he's just playing mm -hmm. against this person who's not there. And beating the hell right. out of the other person. I'm like, how are, how is this good? How are you? I'm learning how to do moves. We, but you're yeah. not competing. Like you're not learning how to win and lose. I don't know. Maybe this Yeah, I don't like, screwed. like by the time I play Madden on the mobile, Madden mobile. And like, there'll be, he'll play against the Steelers, let's say, and Roethlisberger throws and you see Brown open in the end zone. And it's like a, it's like a race to restart the game before Antonio Brown catches it because yeah. he doesn't want to go down seven up. I was like, no. You're going to play this out. You're going to lose. and But that's only when I'm around. So I know they're shutting it off. And then, yeah, this is how it rears its ugly head in real life. That's a benefit for Fortnite because in Fortnite, you, you can't quit. You get killed. And then your your game's over. Oh, there's no good. way There's right. no way to really rally from that. Sal, right, big I'll day for you. Uh, Monday, 4.30, FS1. Lock it in. It's yeah. happening. It's, it's me. It's Rachel Bonetta. It's Clay Travis. It is Todd Furman. We're going to be making picks. We're going to be making bets. We're going to be playing games. David Arquette is our guest. There's a lot going on. David Crazy Arquette, that. the former WCW champion, David Arquette? Yes, that's right. And is it's he... live. <laughs> what oh, could go wrong? It's live? It's, li it's, it's live, like four-second delay live. Yeah. 
Oh, so there's enough time for somebody to press something? I guess so, but you know, four seconds. <laughs> what it, what's the number one thing we can look forward to tomorrow? Uh, just a fat man that looks a lot like me sweating for an hour, probably. Okay. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> That's about it. Good luck. Good luck with the new show. Thank you, buddy. Against all odds, Wednesday, uh, the degenerate trifecta and I and Tate uh, will have picks, we'll have college and pro. By the way, the parlay kid bet as a future no ties this year. So it was a good three hours for him. <laughs> he bet no ties? No, no ties was like uh, plus 240, and he, he loved it. <laughs> it, was, it was over before it started. Can I make an against all odds request? Yeah, go ahead. I would love Harry's take on the U.S. Open Women's Final. Okay. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about that. No, we didn't. That was amazing. We didn't. That was amazing. I felt really bad for Osaka. She she beat the crap out of her and didn't get her, her due, right? It didn't feel as bad for Serena. No. I, I felt bad for the guy in the chair, too. And he's still up there. He refuses to come down. He's scared for his life. In Serena's defense, she didn't realize the coach was coaching. But the coach did coach. Well, what is that rule? What, well, what you're is not it? Supposed she to coach. looked over. Yeah, and the coach was repeatedly gesturing for her to come up to the net more. And the umpire saw it, and he gave her a warning. And then, so, what do you do? You can't make eye contact, or you can't. You can't. What's being coached? I don't understand. Well, if the coach is telling her, you got to get to the net more. You know. Oh, he can't even say. You can't he say can't, anything. You can't hear him say. It. So that was a I warning, see. and that right. spiraled it all out of control. But uh, right. I, I just thought she would have lost anyway. I thought yeah, it, was, it was Osaka's day. You could, she was just sad the eye of the tiger. It was awesome. Yep. Weird day. But anyway, I want Harry's take because I know it'll it'll be. Uh, All right, I'm gonna ask Harry. It'll be one it. for the ages and Brad's if you if you can get Brad's too. I would like. <laughs> okay. If you can publish Brad's. All right. Good luck tomorrow. Thanks, buddy. Good job by you. Good job by you. All right. Thanks so much to ZipRecruiter. Don't forget to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. Thanks to the Ringer Podcast Network and especially the Rewatchables tomorrow. Rounders. Only on the Rewatchables. Me and Sean Fantasy. We put a lot of time into this one. 20th anniversary this week. We are very excited about that. We were very excited to do this podcast. It, if you like this movie, um, believe me, it is the all-time deep dive on Rounders. Check it out. Thanks to Simply Safe. Simply Safe goes on beyond. What home security should be, its intuitive design influences every step of securing your home, like installation. Simply Safe ships right to your door, ready to go, never stops, because Simply Safe's built in backups protect you through power failures, Wi Fi outages, even baseball bats, all for just $14.99 a month. Order today and you'll get free shipping and free returns. Start your risk free 60 day trial at simplysafe.com slash BS. Once again, Simply Safe. Dot com slash BS. That is simply safe with two eyes. We have uh, a couple more fun podcasts coming up this week, including Katie Nolan, who we taped on Friday and then who hung out with us and played Twitch on our uh, ringer Twitch on Friday. It was fun. We played Fortnite together for an hour. We did not do that well. And I left her to die multiple times. Sorry, Katie, but that's coming up on Wednesday. We have some other guests, a lot of good guests this month. A lot of good guests and a lot of sports to talk about as well. The BS Podcast, coming back two more times this week, at least until then. I want to see them on a waste of